Oh man, I can't even remember how we introduced these things. Same, legit. I can't remember either. I think that that'll be our intro. I might leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. We're, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That was a strange intro, but we're back for episode eight of our Manchester United podcast. Never ignored. Um. You've probably forgotten who we are. Um. So I'm MT. Hello, everyone. I'm Aleem. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we took about two months off, three months, a year. I don't know. Time's a bit of a mystery nowadays. Um. But the Premier League's back, so we're back. <laughs> this is our project restart. Um, yeah, we just thought we'd go over how the restart's gone so far. Uh, and then United have got spares tomorrow. Um, you might be hearing this on Friday, so today. Um, but yeah, Aleem, I don't know, how are you excited that the football's back? Um, mixed feelings, probably. I definitely. So if you'd asked me this question before the games that happened last night, so Villa and. Uh, Arsenal City games. Yeah. yeah. Um I would have said not very excited because I and I'd been have been basing that on my experience of the Bundesliga. Um I'm glad that chapter's over in my life. Um <laughs> I tried to give the Bundesliga a go. I tried to give it a go and maybe it's unfair because I've never really watched a, a full 90 minutes uh, prior to the COVID world. Um but I found it I just ended up falling asleep a lot of the time. I tried to watch Dortmund because you know James Sancho, <laughs> why not? Um, future United legend yeah. <laughs> exactly so I thought you know get get there get there early doors but um, yeah I just couldn't pay much attention and uh, there, I don't know if there was a lot of snop- sloppiness and I'd put, I put that down to lack of match fitness but then I don't know because I watched the game yesterday the Villa, Villa Sheffield game and they were quite unsloppy I'd say uh, you could tell there was a bit of lack of just general fitness but the actual quality of football was still pretty slick and sharp Um and the same in the City game, well, more so for Manchester City. Um, but yeah, the, the football quality was still was still there. So I'm definitely feeling more excited now. I was a bit, bit uh, cautious prior to watching yesterday's uh, games. But um, how did you find it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch any of the German football or anything like that because I, I cancelled my BT Sport and I decided I'd, I'm not going to bring it back just for games that I have no interest in, no matter how much I was missing <laughs> missing football. I'm still debating whether I'm going to bring it back uh, for the Premier League. I guess it depends what um, what channel United are going to be on the most, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really did not enjoy yesterday. Um, I enjoyed the two minutes where we had, well, for the five minutes where we had that massive VAR controversy. Um, <laughs> or, or sorry, or goal line technology controversy. Which, I mean, I've never seen goal line technology get anything wrong, but that was horrendous. So I read uh, that it was uh, over in, in over 9,000 simulations that had never yeah. happened. <laughs> and apparently they're claiming that, yeah, the, the goal line technology cameras got blocked. I mean, if anyone didn't see it, um, Sheffield had a free kick. I don't know who took it, but the Villa keepers caught it, fallen backwards into the net. And he's literally sat down in the net with the ball in the net. The ball's touching the side netting and, and the post. So it's fully behind the line. <laughs> And he, you can tell from the look on his face, he knows what he's done as well. 100%. Um, but for some reason, yeah, goal line technology didn't give it. The referee didn't give it. And then for some reason, I've not heard the excuse yet, VAR didn't even look at it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was fun for a bit. That 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 was a bit exciting. But the rest, the rest of the game, I know you said the quality was maybe better than the German league, but that was a really boring game for Sheffield Villa. I have a very strong suspicion with the going back to the goal line technology stuff yeah. that I feel like they just forgot to turn it on. I genuinely do. 
Well, so they're, they're saying that it was apparently working. It's just it got blocked by the goalkeeper. But did you hear what Jamie Redknapp said in the studio at halftime, genuinely? He said that... Well, I didn't hear what Redknapp said, but on BBC they were suggesting that if goal line technology can get blocked by a goalkeeper, they might have a few issues because generally with... Generally, you tend to find goalkeepers in <laughs> in goal <laughs> yeah, most, most of the time. Um, so they are usually around when these kind of incidents happen. So, so what Jamie Redknapp said at halftime was that, um, I don't know what his source was, uh, and he was saying this in all seriousness, that the referee's watch started going off at halftime to say goal. So for some right. reason, there had been some kind of delay, and I feel like they had just turned it on, and then the notification went through. <laughs> or some, someone had it on Do Not Disturb or something, they forgot the football had started. Or... Yeah, or there was some kind um... of software update, and they just forgot to do it. And it, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, it, was, I I think it, was, it was literally something yeah. as, as silly as that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a fan of. Te- I think I don't know if we discussed it before. I don't. I don't like technology in sport really. Um, but uh, goal line technology was one of the few that I was fine with because yeah. it it seemed to have been flawless and it seemed to have been instantaneous as well. And last night it's made me think. Oh, you know, you you look back at some of the things like uh, I don't know if you remember the um, Liverpool uh, Salah and John Stones one where it's like two centimeters yeah. yeah or two millimeters or whatever uh without going over you, it makes you wonder how accurate that actually was now <laughs> honestly um, i had no doubt uh before what happened yeah yesterday. same before before i used to think oh this is this is actually this is actually really useful it's instant and it's actually you know it adds something to the game i, I now almost, i'm like i almost feel for the referee as well because he, yeah. he probably knows it went in but he's kind of thinking the watch is telling me it hasn't so i can't well, that's, say it that's the, other, that's the other thing is um i suppose to be fair to him he's probably had the same experience that it's always been right so yeah. he's doubting what he's seeing with his own eyes yeah yeah no i agree <laughs> um but even yeah even if uh so yeah even when they got it wrong the amount of camera angle sky had var surely had to um had to get that right yeah, yeah it was why, why i've not heard why they haven't made it why they didn't get involved my my assumption is that usually the the goal line technology is so definitive that they don't question it and 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 normally that's completely fine but when something crazy like what yesterday happened was then yeah i, I get i get it just yesterday common sense just needs to come in yeah. yeah and surely michael oliver he could have said to him look guys i'm not sure about that one <laughs> um it, it, can you can you have a look? I don't know if he's allowed to ask him to look at VAR, but surely someone needed to say something. I was I was quite um overall uh, I'd say I don't know what's the word impressed with Sky's coverage. Um, if I take away the fact that they were incredibly uh, they were trying their best to just make this the most dramatic thing that's ever happened <laughs> in the world, that you know the constant referral to it's been one hundred days as if some kind of, I don't know, drought or famine has occurred and we're finally <laughs> getting some water. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was one thing I didn't really like, actually, was that they 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 kind of made it a bit too much about the football, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I think... I think we, that, we were discussing, was it 40,000 people have died? Yeah. They needed... The tone, I don't think, was quite right. You know, when Jamie Redknapp at the start was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a massive boost to the nation, that kind of stuff. It I, didn't quite sit right with me, but... I think they really tried to do their their best when you know Sky. They like to spin a narrative around their fixtures and get yeah. as many views. And I think they were probably went a bit overboard on that, considering the context of of what's going on in the world. Um, yeah. 
but I think uh, overall, like the coverage, it was it was quite good. It's obviously still always a bit funny to see them stood two meters apart, and it just looks like they're having an awkward <laughs> conversation. Did you see them interviewing Pep Guardiola and Arteta before the, before their game? Yes, and they were like kind uh, of shouting questions at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that all strange. And then the thing I really, really found strange, right, was um, so the players walk onto the pitch, no handshakes. Okay, fine. Uh, substitutes sat two meters apart. Fine. Yep, makes sense. Then you get onto the pitch, and obviously it's football; it's a contact sport. Then suddenly, all of that goes out the window. Anything you want happens, or anything you want goes. Um, you know, there were some strong tackles that you end up tangled up with people. You know, uh, you po- I think you pointed out as well, like um, when you're in a wall, when you're in a wall, opposition players get mixed in with uh, you know team play- the other team's players, shoulder to shoulder, often, yeah. Yeah, it was um, even uh, I saw in the city game some of the celebrations they were hugging each other, and like I'm not blaming them. That's 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 all part of the game. That's what happens. But then it just seems a bit weird that then they have those other rules. Like yeah, the subs can't sit next to each other. Uh, even looked at one point like the managers weren't even allowed on the touchlines. But I think I think maybe that was just um, the Sheffield manager's choice. I think he maybe he likes yeah I think it was um, I saw that as he well likes the view. I think he just preferred and I guess maybe he thought his his players can probably still hear him from there anyway because there's no other no- <laughs> there's no other noise right <laughs> yeah no so um, so on your point that you're making about the contact yeah you're right to be honest and I think if anything it kind of highlights that playing these football matches wasn't entirely necessary um, yeah I mean for me I would have delayed it but well to be honest I would have cancelled it I would, I would have done points per game whatever and just called it a day because um, it just it didn't really seem right to bring it back but it was strange it is here, so. the difference is um, I, so I took I kind of took note of a, I was trying to play a, a game of what are the differences and the things that I captured were that first of all everyone now does these weird elbow bump type things instead of shaking hands or, or fist bumps um, the, the what you've mentioned about no standing alongside each other in the pre-match ceremonies um, there's no no ball boys they just have kind of like a ball on a cone that's apparently disinfected every so every so often. The the webcam supporters from home on the on the big screens, um, that was quite. It was different, right? Yeah, different. And <laughs> and it was interesting that city couldn't even fill their fill their allocation of those. It was quite funny. I wonder if moving forward they'll have a section that allows people to buy seats uh, to watch from anywhere <laughs> in the world. You never know. Like, put, in Australia, put, put, stick stick iPads on the. Um... Stick iPads on the seat and you can get to see it out of the iPad's webcam or something yeah. like that. So what did you think of the crowd noise versus no crowd noise option on, on Sky Sports? I hated it. See, I think we Absolutely you, hate it. we've got opposite opinions here. Yeah. So I uh, the first few minutes, I was like, okay, this is all right. This is fine. Because, you know, most of the time you couldn't see the crowd anyway because it was fairly zoomed in. Yeah. Which that's, his whole, that's a whole other story. Um, but then... As soon as the first chance happened, the delay was just horrendous for me. <laughs> yeah. Like um I think it was I think it was a Villa player who had the first chance. He's he's gone for the header, he's headed it wide, he's starting to run back to to he's trying to run back as they're doing the goal kick, and then suddenly it goes, ooh. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and like, I mean I don't know what I expected, but um and then there was another one. The worst one was um the Sheffield players hit the side netting. 
and they oh, they've clearly pressed the this is a goal or whatever. Yeah, and you can hear them start the celebration and then cancel it. And it wasn't when I say hit the side netting, it like hit the very back of the side netting, like the furthest away from the goal that you could call side netting is what it hit and they've pl- pressed the like celebration button no, <laughs> it's like <laughs> so i absolutely I, I love hate it, yeah. that there's somebody somebody's job is to watch and quickly press a button as quickly as as he or she can i mean we're, assume, we're assuming it's a button i think it must it must be people sat there with a button right <laughs> yeah that's what i'm assuming and and i love yeah. i love the fact that they could make a mistake and it just becomes hilarious like for example the, yeah. the accidental gold noise and and the ooh as as as, as the chance happened like three seconds before that um yeah. so I, I, I like that. I like that they gave you a choice, but then if you try and watch it in ultra HD, the the choice is taken away from you. They only show you the one with the with the crowd noise and switching to the webcams and stuff, and it's like, oh, this isn't what I want. <laughs> so, so I'll but, tell you why I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, so first of all, I, I mentioned earlier I was watching Bundesliga when I was watching that, and also the LASK game against United, which was, I think, my first experience of watching a behind closed doors, no no fans game. I found it so like very quiet like and uncomfortably quiet to the point where it was quite boring um and i i like being able to hear what the players are saying that's that's always quite humorous when they say funny stuff um but yeah i don't know i found it weird so when i had this uh crowd option i thought yeah let me give it a go put it on and a lot of the time first of all on the zoomed in angles when you can't see the crowd I, it would fool me that there was a crowd there or that i was watching the game pre-lock pre-lockdown pre-covid world um, particularly in the city game as well, because the pitch is bigger. So a, a lot of the time, when the ball was on the the closest to the to the camera, you can't see the, the yeah. stands, so you kind of get away with it. Um, and I think another thing as well. Sometimes when I'm watching football, I'm not always I don't always have my eyes on the screen. Um, yeah. And then, so just same, kind of same. the noise in the background kind of felt more comfortable for me, just to have that kind of low noise. And I think they got it fairly well with the kind of chants and stuff. I I think they missed. Uh, some obvious ones i saw you you made a comment empty about yeah. the uh, the var uh the lack of the 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 the, the displeasure towards var chant that usually happens <laughs> oh yeah I, was, I mentioned that on twitter that yeah. um yeah i mean it's we we won't we won't we won't say it out loud but there's some chance that people usually we want realism right <laughs> <laughs> um, they usually break usually breaks out when uh var makes a mistake and uh you know sky suspiciously decided not to play that one yeah and, but, um, but i think overall um i actually quite liked it i thought it worked quite well and, and i think these moments when they accidentally play the wrong sound too late and stuff like that i think it's, it's quite hilarious there was a moment where Dean Henderson made a save and um, yeah. and they played like this cheer noise for like half a second. And I was like, uh, no, first of all, I've never heard a crowd cheer that loud for a save. And second of yeah, all, this like was, a penalty save, yeah, and second of all, for if this was realistic and, and Sheffield United were away to Villa, there's no way you're going to over, you, you know, the, the noises of cheers would, would overpower the noises of, you know, the disappointment. Well, that's, that's, that's the other thing is I, I had a real, really hard time figuring out who was home and away. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. That was, yeah, that was that was really difficult. Even I mean, in the in the city game, obviously the the majority of the stadium was blue, blue so yeah, that helped. It was obvious, yeah. But in um, Sheffield Villa, obviously red and claret is different, but yeah. it wasn't different enough that I could easily easily figure out uh, who was um, who was the home and away team. Yeah. Um, and it was it was quite um, so one of the bits that I enjoyed of having uh, being the, the camera being able to pick up the audio was um, Jack Grealish going up for the captain's toss at the start of the game, 
And oh, I, I can't believe they even did that. What <laughs> what possible difference would it have shooting to different ends in, uh, uh, without without a crowd at any of them? <laughs> but, but my favorite part was was when when he won the toss and got the option. He, he took like a couple yeah. of seconds to think about it, and I was just thinking, what's there to think about? <laughs> I, I, I think yeah, he. I think he was just confused. I was like, yeah, why is he why even he asking? Because. Yeah. It's not like uh, it's like Sunday League football where one side one side yeah. is sloped or something, and all you know one side has got complete mud and no grass. It's a professional football pitch, right? There yeah. shouldn't have been much, uh, much, uh, much of it. I think he just looked as like, uh, yeah, we'll just stay as we are. <laughs> but but on, 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 on your point about there's not not any advantage. Um, how do you think this is going to play out? Because what interesting t- statistic I heard from good old um, Martin Tyler yesterday, he said that. There's been 55 Bundesliga games and only 11 of those have resulted in a home win and 26 have been away wins and the rest draws. So it's kind of proven that the home and away advantage is it's no longer a thing, right? So now is it just down to pure technical ability? Because something I thought yeah, I mean, coming into the game of uh, Sheffield Villa, because um, I've got some friends that are Villa fans, they're asking me what I think. And I said, Sheffield have been really good this season. But I think one of the reasons why Sheffield have been really good is they kind of give that all-out heart-on-your-sleeve performance that really picks up from the crowd. Um, and I think without that, I don't know if they'll have that shift, that gear shift of motivation. And and to be honest, if this game had happened before um, lockdown, uh, yeah, I would have said Sheffield would win. Sheffield yeah, win, yeah, right? yeah, I would have expected it. But watching that whole 90 minutes, to be honest... Um, there wasn't much in it. I mean, they, they were the wrong. better team, but they weren't. They weren't. Yeah, I think nil-nil kind of... Wasn't. It was a fair result. Slightly unfair as well because they, you know, they did deserve. Because Henderson, goal. Henderson had a really good game actually. As well. He did, so yeah. He Villa, did. Villa, Villa did, Villa did have chances. Um, yeah. So, so I'm starting to think now that moving forward, and also I, I assumed City were gonna completely, you know, uh, destroy. Yeah, Arthur. I don't, I don't think anything could have changed that. <laughs> um, so, what do you um, think now? Do you think that football is now, well, for the rest of the season anyway, it's going to shift to completely whoever the best eleven are on that day in terms of footballing ability? Yeah, I mean, I think you're certainly still going. There might be the odd shock here or there, but certainly games where like uh, United have not had a particularly good record at places like Brighton, for example. Yeah. Um, that I think now will probably change. I think they won't have an issue playing it because a lot of a lot of the smaller teams. If we take United as the example, when they when United come to town, uh, for a lot of them, especially in the clubs who you know just new to the Premier League and stuff. Yeah. United is like the big, it's a big occasion, even though we're not right? the big, we're, yeah, we're not as, you know, it's not as, uh, we're not as dominant as we, we're not dominant at all, I guess, but <laughs> no, okay, we're, not, we're not at our peak anymore, but it's still Man United, right? It's, yep. A lot of people, it's a big thing when, when United comes to town. Um, like, uh, you know, I live in Milton Keynes, when, even though they lost 4-0 when they came, that was the first time they even opened the top tier in the MK Don Stadium just to get, yeah. um, you know, then you, that's the kind of thing that happens and, um, it's the occasion yeah, as well, right? Yeah, the, the, and those home fans, teams. home fans get well up for it. And yeah. Maybe some of the United players get intimidated by it. but And also it's the fact know. that they know the game's televised, you know, like friends and family are going to see them performing yeah. if they're not in the stadium, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of psychological elements to, to all sport, I guess, isn't it? So yeah, taking yeah. the fans out, I would expect generally, yeah, the better teams. I think, yeah, I was listening to a podcast and they said in Germany, Bayern have won all their games. Mm-hmm. And Dortmund have won all their games they played, except for the one they when they played Bayern. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, I'd probably expect a similar thing. I mean, I think Liverpool and City probably win all their games. I think so as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got Spurs. That's probably uh, Spurs away is well away ish. <laughs> um, it's a interesting start, but if we get if we get through that, then yeah, I don't see us dropping many points after that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna 
be a case now of just who have who's the better footballing side. You take away the whole mental side and coping with pressure and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm expecting to see uh, Andreas Pereira score a hat trick every other game. Preseason <laughs> furlough. Uh, Chung to do well. Even Dan James. I think players like this now. I think they, it will be better for them. Uh, because they'll have yeah. that mental, you know, they won't have a crowd screaming at them. They won't have that, you know, seventy thousand eyes on them and stuff like that. And um, even even if uh, like a lot, some a lot of things happened quite com- uh, in the past is um, in these games, United have gone down goal early. Yep, yep. Um, that's happened quite a lot to these uh, sort of lower lower table teams, mm-hmm. and that's when then the crowd really gets up for it. Um, You're right. So yeah. I probably I reckon there might even be some more comebacks if if the lower teams get an early goal. Um, the bigger teams, I think, will they'll produce a lot of comebacks as well now. Yeah, I think you're um, right as well. And I think there's probably a, I think maybe the refereeing quality may improve also because the referee has they won't have you know fans all over their backs anymore. And the players are genuinely yeah. quite respectable in in this league. That you know they, you rarely see them now surrounded well, the ref or anything. They they might they they might the players might have to think twice now, right? Even yeah. if they weren't respect, respectful before. They now know everything they say is going to get picked up on camera. Definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So they've got to be careful, I guess, with what they're saying. And the referee yeah. will probably be uh, less afraid to make a red card decision, for example, and say, you know, I'm not going to get any stick for this. And just yeah, do I don't know. What, what, did you see the last night's one? I thought that was a little bit harsh. The red card. Um, David Luiz. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was last man. He was last man and stuff. But I thought they got rid of this yeah, double check. Yeah, the rules, so it didn't really make yeah. entirely. And it's not like he went in with like a dangerous tackle, right? He yeah, exactly. It was, it was, there was contact. It was a foul. It was a penalty. But I think a yellow card would have been fair. But. Um, but yeah, um, City were City. I think started off pretty sluggishly, but they did they did get better, and Arsenal did get a lot worse. <laughs> oh yeah, they did really get um, declined, didn't they? They're having some major problems. I don't know what's going on behind the, the well, doors there. I think, I mean, I, uh, you know, we we have a lot of banter with uh, Arsenal fans, right? But yeah, um, sure. they they are one of the most deluded fan bases out there, I think. And uh, I remember them a lot of them praising David Luiz a lot, especially since Arteta's come in. Yeah. And um, last night was just a kind of yeah. Remember, this is what <laughs> this is. This is what he does. This is this is the real David Luiz. Yeah, he's he's been um, known to do it. He, I swear, he does it like every season. He just makes a crazy yeah. decision. And I don't know if that guy was supposed to was made to be like a central midfielder, CDM type. Because at the back, he makes too many mistakes, and at the back, you make yeah. a mistake, it usually results in a goal. Um, yeah, he needs. I think he did quite well at that with Chelsea, right? When he had Terry and I can't remember who else behind him, Cahill yeah. maybe. Then he actually did okay because they, they were there to mop up of his his mistakes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I was going to ask you something else about the Arsenal game now. Um, there were quite a few injuries they had as well. Yeah, um, they so did. That, yeah, yeah. Jack Jacko was off early. That looked like an impact one. Yeah. Um, but then I think it's Mari the centre back. Yeah. He he's his seems uh pretty innocuous. Um, but I guess that might happen quite a bit with players aren't match fit. That's another, um, it's a risk. It's another interesting one, actually, because if you consider how much time they've had off, they've effectively had like almost a end of season break, and now they're coming back yeah. into the Premier League. So, do you think they've had a short, short pre-season break? Yeah. Do you think they'll be fresher? They'll, I reckon they'll take maybe four or five games to get match fit, and then after that, they'll kind of be at full steam rather than if it was you know a normal season. And at the end of the season, you're kind of getting more. Yeah, maybe. Um, players get. Tired. It depends on like I mean we were just discussing before we started the fixture list. I mean so we've got uh, Spurs tomorrow, then we've got Sheffield Wednesday, or Sheffield United on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I mean you know, it feels like we we're discussing like how many games we're going to play before our next podcast. It feels like we're going to play like hundred games, hundred games before that. 
Um, and of course, I think you've got Europe, Europa League, Champions League has been moved to August. Um, FA Cup, I think, is August as well. Have um, they announced? I haven't, I haven't checked. Yeah, I th- so I think FA Cup is, is going to be similar to how they're going to do all these. They're just going to be all done in a week, basically, potentially. Um, okay. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just, we, we just got to see how it goes. It so yeah, we've got... Just... And I mean, then, they've got they've changed. Yeah, speaking of the injuries, they've they've added that five subs rule. Right? Yeah, five subs rule. I was going to say, yeah, that, and that's quite handy as well. And and you know, I think we'll see a lot more of like within the United. If we're talking United, I think we'll see a lot more of like Chong and Gomez, hopefully, uh, because why not? You, right, we've got so many. Really, games. I, I think we're going to see Pereira and Lingard every game. Then, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got for five five subs, then uh, roll on, roll off, um, and come back on again. Yeah. Same game. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, the other thing is that for me, that kind of invalidates Liverpool's title, right? Because the, the rules have changed you know, <laughs> halfway through the season. So it's not it's not the same competition that it was when we started the season. There is going to be a big asterisk a, against a, it, right? Yeah, there's always going to be an asterisk, asterisk there now. What do you think um, about the Champions League? Because whoever wins this Champions League, let's be honest, it's not the same that's going to have a massive the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, because you've lost, you've lost the home and away. I mean, you talk about home, home and advantage. We talked about in the Premier League in Europe, it's a huge thing, right? Huge, incredible. Um, yeah. You got away, so away goals is no longer a thing. So it's going uh, to be a massive. All the games are going to be decided on one night, right? Um, so yeah. So um, my my prediction is City will win it because it will be a massive asterisk version <laughs> of the Champions League. <laughs> Uh, I think that's like UEFA's nightmare, right? Is if City City win it when they're about to start their two year ban. Um, the, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna get <laughs> get around that one. Yeah, like we'll have another um, tournament three days. <laughs> I just say, oh no, uh, City win, winner stays on for City until someone beats them, and then uh, and then they can finally move on. Um, but yeah, so uh, we've gone on for about twenty five minutes now. I guess we, we're aiming to hit half an hour so we'll do a quick preview i guess of um so we've got spurs tomorrow night yes. or tonight depending on when you hear it um before the lockdown i was very much looking forward to this game because spurs were all over the place um kane, kane was out now, i don't know i think it could be tough because yeah they've got a lot of good players back they've got you know son yep kane uh ali's out he's suspended yep Eric Dyer, I'm not really sure what happened with him. I know, he, I mean, he should be getting a ban, yeah. surely. The last I saw is Eric Dyer went very rogue, <laughs> and since then it's gone through quite. Um, I mean, I'd imagine he's getting a ban, surely, but I don't know. Um, it's going to be so way away, right? Well, away-ish, let's call it. And I think, to be honest, I can't see why we can't win that game. It's going to be a bit tough because because they have got Harry Kane and Son back. Um, but I, I think it'll be a good game, definitely. I, I don't think it'll be a draw. Uh, I think the benefit we've got is Kane. Kane's is going to be well out of match practice, right? Yeah. Um, and I think he has shown in previous years when he comes back from an injury, it does take him a while to get to get going. And Tottenham um, do have a fairly; they don't have a very young team, so maybe no. they'll have a bit more of a. You know, they'll be a bit more rigid. They'll be a bit. They're not quite hit their their looseness yet. Um, so hopefully that will go for us. Also, yeah, I'll be everyone's fit for us as well, pretty much, right? Except uh, Phil Jones, of course. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm fully expecting to hear Jose on the side just shouting derogatory terms at Pogba and, and at Pogba. yeah, <laughs> Pogba's going to be on the bench, and uh, they must they've got to get Sunes for that game, right? And uh, see. See see what happens there. They really need to. Like, I think you mentioned as well. They really need to put some more mics around the benches and stuff now, because now you'll actually be able to hear them. Yeah, I, I would much rather that if they, if they if they're giving us these fake crowd noise, I'd much rather instead they just put they need to put a microphone on each manager and um, some like yeah, know, long long range ones on the uh, to point at the players. 
I want to hear what they're saying. I don't, I, and maybe maybe they have to move some games to after the watershed. But um, but, but yeah, I think that'd be much more interesting than the fake crowd. No, it would be very interesting. Um, so, so what's your prediction then for United Spurs? Um, I think uh, I don't know. We, I mean, we we're talking about the home advantage not being a thing, uh, but it's still they're still a decent team. I think it's not the game I would have preferred to start with. Yeah, agree. Um. I'm gonna go two one United, three one United. Yeah, I, I'm feeling that two one to United. I'm Pogba to score, Fernandez to score, and then that's the thing with with Bruno in the team. I just don't see how we can lose a game. Yeah, we're we're still quite quite on a high from that, and I can't see. <laughs> still, still, yeah, we're, still, we're still still on the Bruno hype. So you know, with with him and you know, Igalo's still here, so that's good. So we have got some depth. Rashford's back. I'm really Pogba's looking forward back. to having Rashford back because he was on fire before that injury he picked up. Um, yeah, it's crazy. generally like our midfield now. We've got unbelievable amount of options. No, it's crazy. I was even yesterday the City game when Sane was back, and I was just like, "Bloody football's been gone for that long that there were players that weren't <laughs> going to play this yeah. season are now back." Like, Sane, so, yeah, well, yeah. So Sane, Pogba, Rashford, Rashford Kane. These are all players um, that were supposed to be out till the end of the season. Done. And like, yeah. and same for Euro, the Euros as well. I guess we could talk about that quickly. So that was scheduled to start last week. Um, wow. And obviously England, we're going to have a bit of an issue because Kane was out, Rashford was out. I feel like there was someone else. Abraham's had some injuries, hasn't he, as well? Yeah, Abraham was... I think they were looking at Danny Ings to lead or body. Yeah, to lead the line, which he's had a good season, to be fair. Yeah. But, you know, when you got the quality of Kane and Rashford, you'd prefer them to be <laughs> to be the main guys. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, yeah, um, let's see. So, what's, what's your prediction then for United Spurs? My prediction, yeah, it's, it's 2-1. I think they'll score a goal. Um, but but I, I feel like we'll win that game. And I really hope we do win that game. Um, and then we've, we've got a game followed by uh, against Sheffield. Now, that oh, game, yeah. I'm, if this was pre-lockdown, I would have said it would have been a tough game um, because, you know, Sheffield, they, they're good, they're compact. But I, I feel like yeah. we'll win that game. I feel like we should win it. And also, big factor is they won't have Henderson in goal. Um, That's true. And, and he's been phenomenal this season. And I think without him, as long as we can get some relatively testing shots on goal we should score right um yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm confident we'll get a win with that i'd go as far as to say three nil what about you yeah so i, I don't want to ex- over exaggerate tomorrow's importance but i think like our entire season depends on tomorrow because we have that capability of either yeah. going on a really really good run or going on a really really bad run <laughs> yeah so so if we start off tomorrow badly then i don't know i think it could go pretty ugly sheffield next week then norwich in the cup we could end up uh, you know, yeah. causing ourselves some issues. No, but no. assuming assuming my prediction for tomorrow comes true, then yeah, I think three 0 sounds fair enough. For, yeah, um, and those three points will be vital because you know Sheffield are not far behind us. Um, well, yeah, so we we can put a massive dent in like securing, making sure we're in the top five by yeah. by uh, in that just in winning the next two games because Spurs are in the run for it. Um, yeah, how many points are Spurs behind us? So Spurs are four points behind us, so that'd be seven if we beat them. Sheffield's one point, so that'd be four if we beat them. So then it's only really Wolves that we have to worry about for um, for fifth. That's the worst thing about the return of football is we have to watch a game against Wolves again. <laughs> have, we, have we got? Have we got Wolves? Are, are you sure we've got another just, game against? I just Wolves? feel like even if we don't, they will just somehow make one happen. Just add it in. Because we, are they are they in the Europa League still? I swear, I've I, think I, think be, I think they might be in the Euro- Europa still. So I swear, I've watched them play it like six <laughs> times. Since. So yeah, you're right. There's still a chance that um, there's still a chance that we might end up facing Wolves one more time. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if it gets to that, just just cancel it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just spin the whole season. Just, to this. just forget, forget it. Just yeah. withdraw from the cups. 
Just call it a day. We can't. We just can't. We can't keep just playing wolves every week. He's not but, a gib. But yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of brought us quite nicely to <clears throat> the end for this week. Um. So yeah, it's nice to be back. Um. If you enjoyed it, let us know. Leave us a review on iTunes or something. Or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram if we can remember our passwords. Um. At <laughs> Never ignored pod. Um. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. Cheers all.